0: Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. Now in its 175th year, Hillsdale is a truly independent institution where learning is prized and intellectual enthusiasm is valued. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to Hillsdale for their sponsorship. This is the best of Mark Levin. Merry Christmas. He's here.
1: He's here.
0: We have allowed the Democrat Party to get away with a coup effort, changing the language, turning this country inside out. I say we've allowed because our other institutions are incapable of addressing this because they've devoured those institutions too. I just want to remind you that it was the Democrat Party that stood with the Soviet Union against Ronald Reagan. When Reagan wanted to destroy the Soviet Union first, he had to defeat the Democrat Party. He had to win two massive landslides. He had to win the Senate, which he did for six years or so. He had to win one budget fight after another where the government was shut down over half a dozen times. He wanted to rebuild the United States military. The Democrats opposed him. He wanted to build the strategic defense initiative, which they mocked as Star Wars, and now we rely on as do our allies. He wanted to upgrade Trident missiles. He wanted to put them in uh, uh, upgraded missiles in Europe. They opposed him every step of the way. The media, of course, treated him as a cowboy, as a dunce. We had so-called documentaries about winter spring under Reagan if we had nuclear war. But the American people knew better. The same Democrat Party, the same Democrat Party that embraced Ted Kennedy, who actually did conspire with the Soviet Union and the KGB, as we know as a matter of fact, which is why they don't talk about it, for the purpose of defeating Reagan in his second term, is now the Democrat Party that pretends to oppose Russia. The same Democrat Party, whose great hero, Barack Obama, was an appeaser to Vladimir Putin, who did nothing when the Russians interfered in our election. Because he thought Hillary Clinton would win and he didn't want to taint her victory. The same Barack Obama, who withheld offensive military weaponry from the Ukrainian government. While it was being invaded by Vladimir Putin in Russia. The same Barack Obama, who didn't lift a finger when the Russians annexed Crimea and invaded Ukraine. Not a finger. That party claims to be tough on Russia. The same Democrat party that when Hillary Clinton and the DNC laundered money through a Democrat law firm, laundered money through a Democrat fusion GPS, run by former journalists, of course, and did in fact collude with Russians, to lie about candidate Trump and push that information into the FBI and push that information into the CIA and push that information into the State Department and into the media, that Democrat party pretends to be anti-Russia. They've learned a lot from the old Soviet Union. They turned the victim into the perpetrator. They criminalize politics. Schumer, Pelosi, the media, the Democrats, pushing like hell for a special counsel. Rod Rosenstein, a bureaucrat, weak, pathetic, buckles under the pressure, even though he violates Department of Justice regulations in the appointment of a special counsel. The special counsel searches wide and far, including 13 countries. Hundreds of subpoenas, hundreds of witnesses, hundreds of thousands of pages of documents. Not once did the President of the United States assert any privilege that other presidents have asserted. They had access to every witness, every document, every email, every text message. Nothing. Zero. No Russia collusion. And yet the Democrats pretend that they're defending the Constitution. The Democrats pretend that they're anti-Russia. When they trashed Reagan, who defeated the Soviet Union. When they trashed Reagan's national security policies and his foreign policies. When they celebrated Obama and Obama's appeasement. And Obama didn't lift a finger to help the people of Ukraine. Not a finger. Obama didn't lift a finger to prevent the Russians from interfering in our election in 2016. He didn't lift a finger. And they lecture us. And they claim to defend the Constitution. The same party that eviscerates the United States military. The same party that turns our military into a social experiment claim to stand for national security. The same party that treats the funding of the military as it treats the funding of food stamps. The same party that wants our borders wide open to anybody who manages to come into this country as long as they'll vote Democrat, tells you that they stand for national security and the rule of law. And now, and now, since all that failed, $40 million, a 500 page report, a special counsel, 17 assistant special counsel, not one conservative Republican among them, an assorted group of malcontents and misgrants, Democrats, donors, nothing. Nothing. And as the House Judiciary Committee and the media tried to turn it into something, they failed. Then they bring in their great witness, Robert Mueller. The media have told us this. This is the Messiah. Nobody dares to question Robert Mueller. I mean, after all, he served in Vietnam. He was a Republican. He was head of the FBI. He was a U.S. attorney. Nobody questions him. Now, you can trash Bill Barr, all you want. You can trash Michael Flynn all you want. Don't worry about their past service. None of that matters. But not Mueller. Mueller comes up there. Obviously, he's got to lose screw or five. It fails. So they hatch another plot. This so-called whistleblower didn't come to them. They created him. He'd been in the Obama National Security Council, he'd worked with the worst of the worst. He worked with Vindman, he worked with two individuals who would eventually become staffers to Adam Schiff. He worked closely with Joe Biden, he worked closely with John Brennan. He's an activist, Democrat, leftist, dressed up as a CIA operative, and there he is at the National Security Council. at least one report indicates he was removed because they were concerned he might be a leaker. All of a sudden, the end of July, we get a complaint filed by this individual. What's his name again, Rich? You know I'm going to ask you four billion times. Eric, what is it? Charamella. I'm writing it down on. Eric Charamella. Eric Charamella, who to this day won't come on this program, nor will his lawyers, to state that it's not him. So it's him, unless he states otherwise. All of Washington, the whole press corps, all of Washington, the entire Congress, all of Washington, knows it's Eric Charamella. But you're not allowed to say his name. Now, if you're innocent, you come forward and you say, it's not me. That's not hard to do. His lawyers have gone undercover. This guy Mark Zaid was everywhere, trashing me when I pointed out he was political. Then more dirt comes out on this clown that he wanted a coup. He called for a coup early on in the Trump presidency. And he got one. He got a client. Charamella meets with Schiff staffer. A Schiff staffer. Then 18 days later, he files a complaint through the whistleblower statute. Even though he doesn't qualify as a whistleblower. Even though his complaint doesn't qualify as a whistleblower complaint. I've read the damn statute. The president's not covered by it. The phone call's not covered by it. The so-called whistleblower's not a whistleblower. He doesn't get anonymity. He gets nothing. And yet in this circus... He's brave. He's courageous. But the American people are not allowed to know much about him. You can't even mention his name. Oh, history will treat us like the fools that we are. Trust me on this. Schiff lies to the American people. Lies. Looks into a television camera. Lies to millions of people. Knew nothing of this man beforehand. Neither did his staff. But they did. They know all about him, all about him. And his complaint, which has significant errors in many respects, includes clippings from newspaper headlines and information he was gathering about a phone call. And that's all they needed. So they moved from Russia to the Ukraine. The same party that backed the Soviet Union, the same party that would do nothing about the captive nations, including Ukraine. The same party that opposed giving strategic defense missile systems to Poland and the Czech Republic and other Eastern European countries, former captive nations. The same party that celebrates Barack Obama like a king who caved to Putin regularly. And did nothing for the Ukrainians. Now. They do a twofer. Not only do they claim the President of the United States. Is a toady for Russia's Putin. Now they claim he was trying to choke off Ukraine when they needed help. The same Donald Trump. In his first year in office. Gave the Ukrainians the offensive military weaponry. That Obama withheld. The same Donald Trump in his second year of office gave the Ukrainians the offensive military weaponry that Obama withheld. The same Donald Trump in his third year of office gave the Ukrainians hundreds of millions in offensive military weapons that Obama withheld. But he waited 55 days. Because he said, wait a minute. This has been a corrupt regime Where the hell is Germany and France? Why aren't they helping this government more? He told multiple people the same thing. Multiple people the same thing. But it's not good enough. It's not good enough. The Democrats want, want Donald Trump to have done something wrong. But he did nothing wrong. Zero. The phone call is evidence of nothing, zero. The president of Ukraine says there was no pressure, there was no bribery, there was no quid pro quo. I didn't even know there was a 55-day hold on the money, but we got it. They can show no link whatsoever, no direct evidence, no hard, direct, first-hand evidence of any link, but it doesn't matter the role of the mob, the mob in the media, and the mob in the House of Representatives. This is not just the second attempt at impeachment. They've been looking for one hook after another, for one hook after another. And look how the House of Representatives under the Democrats and the House Intelligence Committee has conducted itself. They've created a fiction There's been no offense against the Constitution, no crime, nothing. No evidence that supports impeachment, nothing. No legitimate process. They obstructed witnesses who were testifying. They obstructed the Republicans from calling witnesses. Not a single witness accused the President of the United States of bribery, extortion, high crimes, misdemeanors, and yet virtually all the witnesses had no direct information And virtually all the witnesses were the Democrats' witnesses. And whatever the Republicans could get had to be approved by the Democrats. The so-called whistleblower? No. They said no. Schiff's staff and their participation in the process? No. Schiff's participation in the process? No. No Hunter Biden. Nothing. Zero. But now they put out a report. 300 pages. At least it's shorter than the 500 pages Mueller put out. I'm not done. I'll be right back.
1: Mark Lovin.
0: As we celebrate the Christmas and holiday season, we often pause to consider our many blessings. Hillsdale College thanks you for loyalty as it celebrates 175 years of blessings. Now, since 1844, Hillsdale has held fast to its mission to provide the kind of education essential to preserving free government. And for decades... The college has extended its educational mission on behalf of liberty through a variety of outreach programs. Perhaps you receive Primus for free every month or have taken one of Hillsdale's excellent free online courses or have attended one of Hillsdale's free regional events. You know of Hillsdale's refusal to take even one penny of government money. Now, this independence allows the college to focus on promoting its core principles learning character, faith, and freedom without government interference. So during this season of blessings, Hillsdale thanks you for your partnership in extending its mission to the country. Merry Christmas from Hillsdale College. And to learn more, visit levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. You're listening to the best of The Mark Levin Show. Have a very Merry Christmas. Some of the same media outlets that lied to your parents and grandparents about the Holocaust. Some of the same media outlets that were propagandists for Stalin as he was slaughtering 10 million Ukrainians. Some of the same media outlets who lied to you for almost three years about Trump and Russia collusion. They were connecting dots and secret indictments. The legal analysts, the hosts, the anchors, the guests, the contributors, the professors, the former federal prosecutors, all liars, all frauds, all deceitful, all dishonest. They're back. They're all back. All of them. Spinning the Ukraine matter now. They have no credibility whatsoever. There's an tremendous disconnect between what these media corporations are doing to this country. The propaganda that they are spewing, because they like massive big government. They're very comfortable with massive big government. They use it against their competitors, they use it to empower themselves. And of course these social activists, progressives that they call hosts and journalists, they like it too. Because they're able to push their agenda while pretending pretending to be news people. I'll be right back. You hear me talk about Hillsdale College a lot. About its rigorous classical liberal arts curriculum. About its exceptionally bright and patriotic students. 175 years ago, Hillsdale College was founded with a mission defined by four enduring purposes. Learning, character, faith, and freedom. While many institutions have lost their way, Hillsdale College maintains an unwavering commitment to learning, character, faith, and freedom. I've also talked about the great Dr. Larry Arne, the president of Hillsdale College. He's one of the finest Americans I've ever known. And he explains that these four purposes, learning, character, faith, and freedom, remain inseparable in the activity of education at Hillsdale College. He says, "...learning is difficult and takes more than talent. It takes hard work, which requires character." Freedom is essential for learning, but it is fragile and constantly under threat, so its principles must be studied by all for the sake of its defense. At Hillsdale, faith and learning are integrated toward God, because He is the first authority. Folks, if you've ever wondered why I love Hillsdale College, now you know. Visit hillsdale.edu, that's hillsdale.edu, for more information. Hillsdale College, pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844. Remember, that's hillsdale.edu, hillsdale.edu. This is Mark Levin wishing you a very Merry Christmas. Now back to the best of me.
1: Conservatism with passion. The Mark Levin Show. Call in now. 877-381-3811.
0: The same Democrats who insisted, the same media that insisted that there was Russia collusion and lied repeatedly, thousands of times, tens of thousands of times to you, the American people, now insist the corrupt Ukrainian regimes never interfered with our election We don't need a special counsel. We don't need an investigation. We don't need a congressional hearing. They just know it never happened. It's been disproved. How? I don't know, but it has. I am calling on Politico and the New York Times to retract their stories on Ukrainian efforts to sabotage the Trump campaign. I'm calling on Kenneth Vogel, a leftist who worked at Politico and now works at the New York Times, i'm calling on him to reveal to the american people that he was a plant and the story he wrote that goes on and on and on when you print it out in politico it must be 15 pages 11 actually with exquisite detail he must he must write a piece and confess that he's a liar Because many of the people who are referring to Ukraine's interference in our election, among other pieces of evidence they use, is the piece in Politico and other pieces that were in the New York Times. Maybe Chuck Todd's not aware. Have you asked Chuck Todd to come on the show again for the 4,000th time, would you? I need to ask Chuck, the Chuckster. Once again, the headline of the Politico piece in January 2017, by my calculation... Almost three years ago, Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. Wow! Must be a right-wing conspiracy. Senator John Kennedy must be out of his mind. Ukrainian government officials tried to help Hillary Clinton and undermine Trump by publicly questioning his fitness for office. They also disseminated documents implicating a top Trump aide in corruption and suggested they were investigating the matter, only to back away after the election. And they helped Clinton allies research damaging information on Trump's advisors. A political investigation found. Wow! Well, political has to be lying. A Ukrainian American operative who was consulting for the Democratic National Committee met with top officials in the Ukrainian embassy in Washington in an effort to expose ties between Trump. Top campaign aide Paul Manafort in Russia, according to people with direct knowledge of the situation. In these two opening paragraphs, we have more information about Ukrainian intervention in the 2016 election on behalf of Hillary Clinton and the DNC than we had anything on Russia. That resulted in a special counsel. Yes. And then when you bring it up, they say, oh, you must be a stooge for Russia. Now, the stooges for Russia in the Democrat Party. Now, we're stooges for Russia in citing a, uh, by citing a left-wing reporter in a left-wing news outlet, which has been repeated by other left-wing news outlets, and suddenly you can't talk about it. But I'm going to talk about it. And I'm going to talk about it. Was Politico lying? Was Ken Vogel lying? Was the New York Times lying? Were these other outlets lying? Why the secrecy? So much secrecy. Where's the transparency? Where's the special counsel? Where are the congressional investigations? Hey, Richard Burr and the Senate Intelligence Committee looked into this and found nothing. I don't know the guy's still alive. This Richard Burr. These are the Republicans we get. Richard Burr. Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, makes you want to throw up. Really does. The Ukrainian efforts had an impact in the race, helping to force Manafort's resignation and advancing the narrative that Trump's campaign was deeply connected to Ukraine's foe to the East, Russia. Politico's investigation found evidence of Ukrainian government involvement in the race that appears to... And here's the thing. In 2018, a Ukrainian court formally found, opined, concluded that, in fact, the corrupt Ukrainian government had interfered in the 2016 election. No, you don't understand. This is a right-wing conspiracy, Fox conspiracy. Uh, it's a conspiracy that only the Foxters uh, are really involved in, you know, uh, the uh, the never enders, uh, the uh, the deplorables, uh, the the those people over there, we in the media, we highbrows in the media, we we know everything in the media. We know, as a matter of fact, the Ukrainians didn't interfere. Why? How many subpoenas did they issue? None. How many witnesses? None. Here you have an investigation, so called, by the House Intelligence Committee. They have zero interest in what Ukraine did to this country. None. Why? Because it's a cover-up from beginning to end. The reason you can't get your hands on this Eric Charamella phony whistleblower, it's a cover-up. The reason why Schiff, who claims to be Ken Starr, will not testify like Ken Starr did is because he's the mafiosa. He's the leader of the effort. And his staffers are protected. He's protected, his staff's protected, Eric Charmella's protected, his lawyer Mark Zay's protected. the Republicans couldn't call them as witnesses. there was no Ukrainian interference. Forget about what Politico said. Forget about what the New York Times said, but the your publications. hey, forget about it. No hearings, no testimony, no witnesses, no documents, nothing. Just keep saying it's a right-wing conspiracy. But well, what about the Ukrainian court? Never mention it. Never mention the court. Instead, we have a conga line of bureaucrats from the State Department. All of whom know each other, socialize with each other, very busy. Eating at five-star restaurants, flying around the globe, impressing one another. Overpaid fat asses. That's right, I said it. Very impressed with themselves. And they did such a great job in the Ukraine, didn't they, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, they've been terrific. Terrific. Not one of them came forward when Obama withheld funds from the Ukrainian government. Not one. Adam Schiff today, who's a miserable demagogue, not once did he mention that Donald Trump reversed Obama's policies and funded the Ukrainian military. Not once did he mention that it was Donald Trump who put some of the most severe penalties on Putin's inner circle which Obama refused to do, no. Not a word. Not once did he mention that Obama was eviscerating the United States military, as Russia, China, and our other enemies were on the rise. That Donald Trump has poured hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars into the United States military to rebuild it. Their scenario doesn't work their fiction of course doesn't work it doesn't work when they apply it against trump with russia it doesn't work when they apply it against trump with the ukraine which is why they held soviet style proceedings now they bring in their leftist law professors to tell you everything's good it's 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 good of course it's impeachable of course of course you know People who've already said Trump should be impeached and removed from office. You really need to pinch yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. You are watching tyranny in front of your eyes. You are listening to tyranny with both of your ears. This is what tyranny looks like it is the modern day Democrat Party, it is the modern day media in America. This is tyranny. The checks and balances are gone. They're trying to reverse the course of American history. They felt with Obama eight years that they were on the, that they were on the move, that they were a juggernaut, that they couldn't be stopped, that they were going to turn this country inside out, trash our history, trash our founders, trash our constitution, trash our declaration, trash the men and women who created this massive, uh, I mean, uh, mighty republic. Trash the majority culture, trash the culture period, open borders, control the schools, no assimilation, start from scratch. A magnificent emeritopia, if you will. And use all the tactics that Marx and Engels and Saulinsky and the others provided them with. And they're using them against you. Donald Trump has done nothing wrong. As President of the United States, he's done nothing wrong. Nothing illegal. Nothing unconstitutional. Nothing untoward. John Kennedy was sleeping with interns, with spies from East Germany, with his best friend's wife. He sicked the IRS and the FBI on his political opponents, shared the information with Newsweek. LBJ did that times 10. Times 10. Had the FBI put listening devices in the Atlantic City Convention, the Democrat Convention, listening in on civil rights leaders, including Martin Luther King. Robert Kennedy did the same thing to Martin Luther King. They blamed J. Edgar Hoover, but Robert Kennedy had to approve it. Bill Moyers, who's brought in by Brian Stelter on CNN, A sleazeball extraordinaire under Lyndon Johnson? That's right, Bill. Why don't you come call in right now? Sleezing up one of Goldwater's staffers because he was gay? Oh, yeah, I know all about you, Moyers. And they also put taps on the phones in Goldwater's campaign. I don't know. Did Donald Trump do any of this? Did Donald Trump sick the FBI? On the Associated Press and a New York Times writer, on a Fox News reporter, no, not last time I checked, does Donald Trump's IRS investigate liberal organizations, hundreds and hundreds of them, to deny them their, their tax status, not last time I checked, and yet they call them corrupt and dirty. And they call Obama clean. They never had a scandal in the Obama administration. Not Benghazi, not Fast and Furious, none of it. No scandals. You're being fed lies each and every day. This is what tyranny looks like. This is what tyranny looks like. Now all over television as they sit on their edge of their seats an impeachment report a report that's going to be used for impeachment and the Republicans respond. And... This is your country, ladies and gentlemen. They're destroying the man you voted for. They're trying to destroy his administration. They're trying to make it abundantly clear to you and everybody else that you must not defy them. Oh, they'll take a few Romney types, McCain types, Susan Collins types here and there. But in the end... In the end, you may not reverse course. Meritopia is right over the hill. If you'll just surrender your liberty and your property and your wealth, just surrender your health care, just surrender your borders, just surrender your guns, there we'll be. Meritopia. One big concentration camp. That's where we'll be. And these people who are destroying our country, this pretend media, these, these, these frauds, attack people like me when I speak the truth. They'll never silence me, ever. If I have to talk into two orange juice cans, that's what I'll do. I'll be right back.
1: love in.
0: As we celebrate the Christmas and holiday season, we often pause to consider our many blessings. Hillsdale College thanks you for loyalty as it celebrates 175 years of blessings. Now, since 1844, Hillsdale has held fast to its mission to provide the kind of education essential to preserving free government. And for decades, the college has extended its educational mission on behalf of liberty through a variety of outreach programs. Perhaps you receive Primus for free every month or have taken one of Hillsdale's excellent free online courses, or have attended one of Hillsdale's free regional events. You know of Hillsdale's refusal to take even one penny of government money. Now, this independence allows the college to focus on promoting its core principles, learning character, faith, and freedom without government interference. So during this season of blessings, Hillsdale thanks you for your partnership in extending its mission to the country. Merry Christmas from Hillsdale College, and to learn more... Visit LevinForHillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for hillsdale.com This is the best of Mark Levin. Merry Christmas. Look, our podcast is becoming massive. I learned this from other podcasters who said, have you seen your numbers? Because I don't follow them that closely. I get numbers once a month. They look at them daily. Some of you don't know what I mean by a podcast. Most of you do. But I want to talk to all of you. You should download this program just in case. Just in case. uh, Somebody's interfering with the program. And just in case you're busy. And you can't catch it live. And I want to thank WLS in particular. (coughs) As they go with Illinois college basketball during impeachment and a presidential election. I think that was a brilliant move. You've helped massively increase my podcast listeners. That's how you kill a station, but that's how you increase my podcast listeners. So I want you to download this. Go to marklevinshow.com, marklevinshow.com. Click on the audio rewind, that button that's at the middle of the top of the home page. There's only three, three clicks. Then you'll go to the podcast page, and you can choose the platform you like. And down, it downloads just by uh, linking to Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, whatever you like. Or just pick one if you don't know what one is. A lot of people like Stitcher. Just a suggestion. You've heard me talk about this before. You say, yeah, I don't know how to do it. Try it. Or ask somebody to help you. Because you're going to get used to it very fast when you start listening to my show on your iPhone. I mean, this is like, you know, Dick Tracy stuff. So go to marklevinshow.com, click on audio rewind. It's in the middle of the top uh, of my homepage. That'll t- take you to the podcast page, and then one more click. It's three clicks. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher are three of the platforms that are available to you. And obviously, people are using it. Uh, and we do a very good job over there on the podcast. And for those of you who are on the run, maybe you're working out in the morning, maybe you're literally running or whatever it is, that enables you to listen anytime. Now, I want you to keep listening to the radio. If you want to go back to our archives, I don't think anybody works harder than Mr. Producer and our folks at making this all available to you. And our man Chris Potter, too. And our man Richie V. That's it. That's the staff. That's it. And Affiliate Relations, Darian. Darian. But we have four years of archives, don't we, Rich? Four years. So it's almost laughable when liberals start interpreting what I have to say. We have four years of an archives if you want to go back and listen. You can listen to us on satellite radio, a wonderful XM uh, Sirius. our folks there. You can listen to us on the Mark Levin app or the iHeart app, or live streaming on your computer or whatever device you have. Or the podcast, which you can download, plus radio. We are everywhere, all over the world. I'll be right back. You're listening to the best of The Mark Levin Show. Have a very Merry Christmas. He's here.
1: He's here.
0: Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811, House Intel Committee approves impeachment report. Yawn, yawn, big deal, screw it and shove it. The greatest threat we face today, and I've said this many times during the course of this presidency, is not from the Russians, although they are a grave threat. Don't count me among the code pink Republicans. But from the Democrat Party and the media. They have done more to undermine this president and try and thwart his ability to be commander in chief than any foreign power can. Here's a breaking story from this evening by Carrie Pickett at the Washington Examiner. She happens to be an excellent reporter. Is what it says. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff hired a former National Security Council aide who worked with the alleged Ukraine whistleblower Eric Charamel, at the NSC during the Obama administration and Trump administrations the day after the phone call between President Trump and Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. Now listen to this. The day after the phone call Schiff hires one of the NSC individuals who worked with the so-called whistleblower, Charamella, who worked at the NSC when Trump, during the Trump presidency, starts with the Obama presidency. That's a big deal, don't you think, Mr. Producer? This just shows you the conspiracy and the coordination that was taking place. You actually have people the executive branch in the White House on the President's National Security Council staff who are taking information where they're supposed to be serving the Commander-in-Chief and feeding it to his political enemies, including Schiff. And then, (coughs) excuse me, this individual is hired by Schiff the day after the phone call. It was previously reported by the Washington Examiner that public records indicated that Sean Misko, M-I-S-K-O, 37, these are all, this is a cabal of these young guys, started work on Schiff's committee in August as a professional staff member. A specific start date was not available until this week when the latest congressional quarterly disbursements were released. The new records show that Misko's official hire date was July 26. The phone call was July 25. Now, Misko was the director for the Gulf States at the NSC between 2015, that would be Obama, until the first half of 2018. The Washington, exam- <coughs> Excuse me. the Washington Examiner has established that the whistleblower, Eric Chamarella, is a CIA officer who was on the NSC during the Obama administration and worked on Ukrainian issues with Joe Biden the 2020 Democratic candidate, when he was vice president. The so-called whistleblower, Charamella, 33 years old, is a career CIA analyst and was the Ukraine director on the NSC from 2016 until the summer of 2017. In October 2016, he was Biden's guest at a State Department banquet. You see, ladies and gentlemen, you can see why Schiff is protecting These individuals. It could be that his staffer... I don't know. I'd like to question him under oath. It could be that his staffer... was one of the individuals feeding the so-called whistleblower, Mr. Producer. You understand what I'm saying? This is a huge deal. It's a big deal. It'll be ignored by the vast majority of television newsrooms, so-called. Before joining the NSC, MISCO who would become part of shift staff the day after, worked in the Obama administration at the State Department for Deputy Chief of Staff Jake Sullivan, who went on to become Hillary Clinton's senior foreign policy advisor during her 2016 presidential campaign. Clinton, Obama, these people are placed in the government, and now they're trying to overthrow a sitting president. This is the story. This is the story, the silent coup I've been warning about and talking about. It is an ongoing process. It is an ongoing process. This is a big, big story. This is a big deal. This is actual journalism. Both the so-called whistleblower Chamarella and Misco, who would join Schiff's staff, started their tenures during the Obama administration and left during the first year of the Trump administration. The Washington Examiner was told by a former senior White House official that both had a close, bro-like, quote-unquote, relationship while working at the NSC together. One was 37, one was 33, two Liberal Democrats. They start out working for Obama. They're held over in the NSC. This also raises another issue, folks, that I've mentioned in passing in the past. Perhaps this is why... Trump couldn't get clearance for so many of the people he wanted to bring into the White House, including the National Security Council. Remember how difficult that was? In order so the holdovers could stay in. A career CIA analyst with Ukraine expertise, the alleged whistleblower, filed an August 12 complaint with the intelligence community inspector general about the July 25 phone conversation between Trump and Zelensky. The suspected whistleblower did this after meeting with the House Intelligence Committee aide on Schiff's staff about the call, which is now the focus of the impeachment proceedings. Before going to the Schiff aide, the whistleblower informed the CIA legal counsel's office. Schiff initially denied he knew about the complaint before it was filed in mid-August. He said, we have not spoken directly with the whistleblower. We would like to. That's what he said on September 17. But He lied. And an aide from his staff had spoken to the whistleblower before the whistleblower's complaint was submitted. And ladies and gentlemen, it's even worse than that. You know damn well that this Charmala spoke to this MISCO, who we knew. They were buddies. They worked in the same old National Security Council. The identity of Schiff aide who spoke to the whistleblower has not been made public. And it has not been confirmed until now that MISCO... Was on Schiff's staff at the time. <clears throat> By October 5, it was reported the whistleblower had never indicated to the inspector general that he contacted Schiff's office before filing a complaint against the president. Now, why is that? He didn't want the inspector general to know of this relationship that he had and that he had spoken to somebody who's on Schiff's staff because it might influence the inspector general that, you know what, this is a partisan witch hunt. We're not going to go through with this. So he withheld material information from the Inspector General. Three days later, after he filed the complaint, the whistleblower met with the Inspector General to clarify why he didn't mention his meeting with shift staff, saying he didn't think that anything of substance was discussed. That's his lawyers telling him to go back and cover his trail. Zade and the others. The House Judiciary Committee is expected to proceed with its first hearing tomorrow. And Georgia Republican Representative Doug Collins, a senior member of the committee, wants to call Schiff as a witness to testify about what he knows about the whistleblower and the interactions his staff had with the whistleblower prior to filing the complaint. But Schiff's not going to do it. And Nadler's not going to make him. Because Schiff is a coward. He's a fraud. He operates in the shadows. He's a filthy, lying leftist who puts party and politics before his country. No man like this, or woman, should ever head a House Intelligence Committee. None. This will all be unraveled one day, and that idiot, Mitch McConnell, and his fellow idiots who surround him in the Republican leadership, damn well better get to the bottom of this. Or folks in Kentucky, throw his ass out. All I know is we're going to have a trial if send it over here. We'll be ready. We'll have a trial. That's his answer today. Clown. At a public impeachment hearing, Schiff denied he knew the identity of the whistleblower and pledged to keep the whistleblower's identity secret. A liar. A liar. That's like... Joe Biden, not knowing that his son, Hunter, is involved in squirrely business activities in Ukraine and China and Romania. Liars. And we tolerate this. And the media love it. They go right along. All right, I'll be right back.
1: Mark Lubin.
0: Now back to the best of me. All right, all right, all right, I'm done, relax. It's enforced compliance season. If you owe the IRS, you need to take action because the IRS can garnish your paycheck, seize your bank account, and put a lien on your home. Don't wait until it's too late, folks. Call Optima Tax Relief while you still have options. They've resolved over a billion dollars in tax debt for folks like you. Optima steps between you and the IRS, fighting on your behalf to help stop the demand letters and aggressive collection actions so you can get back to your life. No one is more skilled at solving tough IRS problems than Optima Tax Relief. Call now, ask about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. And if you qualify, you can save thousands. You deserve a fresh start, folks. Call Optima now for your free consultation, 800-499-6300. 800-499-6300. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Go ahead. Damn computer screwed up again. Who can sing like this? Other than her. Nobody. All right. People are going, all right, Mark, please. More Adam Schiff, more Jerry Nadler. How I mean, can't let these clowns control our lives. Can't let these fools control our lives, and that's what they are. They're fools. Mitt Romney. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. In times like these I turn to Mitt Romney. Cut to, go.
1: I saw no
2: evidence from our intelligence community, nor from the representatives today from the Department of State, that there is any evidence of any kind that suggests that Ukraine uh, interfered in our elections. We have ample evidence that Russia interfered in our elections.
0: Well, sometimes you can walk and chew gum at the same time, but not Romney. Romney can't do that. I met a court in Ukraine itself, ruled that that country interfered in the 2016 election. How do you explain that? Isn't the reporter smart enough to ask Mitt Romney that question? How does he explain it? He doesn't. So this is the mantra now. Chuck Schumer, cut one, go. There is no evidence that Ukraine interfered other than Putin pushing it. Seventeen So Putin pushed it with Politico and the New York Times. Fascinating. So Kenneth Vogel is a mouthpiece for Putin. Is he the new Walter Durante? It's an interesting question considering what Romney and Schumer have to say. Go ahead. He said Russia interfered with the election. Not a single intelligence agency has come to any conclusion that Ukraine did. This was a right-wing conspiracy. Well, don't we need an investigation? a right-wing conspiracy? Ukraine efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. Kenneth Vogel, et al., Politico, January 2017. It says they write. They just keep lying. They keep lying. They got toadies and lackeys like, like Romney. They just keep lying. Yes, we know the Russians interfered. Yes, we know that Trump did not collude with the Russians. But yes, we know the Ukrainians interfered. We also know the Chinese interfered, the Iranians interfered, and the North Koreans interfered. What else do we know? The Obama administration interfered. Their FBI interfered. Their intelligence agencies interfered. Their State Department interfered. What else do we know? We know Fusion GPS working with the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC interfered. A lot of people were interfering in 2016, which makes the fact of Trump's election so incredible, so remarkable. All these forces aligned to stop Trump, who they wrote off as a joke. And he won. And why did he win? Because of you. Because you've had enough of Schumer and Romney and all these putzers in the media. That's why he won. And you'll have to decide again if he wins. And look at these clowns. Why well, they talk about the Constitution. They want to get rid of the Electoral College. They want to get rid of this. They want to get rid of that. Listen to this idiot, this, this repulsive Adam Schiff today. Cut six. Go. The facts here
2: are really not seriously contested.
0: There are no facts here, you moron. You propagandist. Go ahead.
2: Uh, indeed, the testimony of the witnesses was remarkably consistent. And you might be forgiven having watched the hearings.
0: Now, this is where this POS starts telling us what to think. You might be forgiven. You might be forgiven. Who the hell does this puke think he is? You might be forgiven by whom? Him? Go ahead. Watch the reaction of
2: the members of the two parties to the testimony of these witnesses if you thought that there were two different hearings going on at the same time. This points out another danger that the Founding Fathers were all too aware of, and that is... All right, let's danger. just stop
0: there. Why do they cite the Founding Fathers when they call them slave owners, when they reject so much of the Constitution? Why are they citing the Founding Fathers? Seriously, why are they citing the Founding Fathers? I cite the Founding Fathers. And when I cite the Founding Fathers, we're dismissed. Oh, yeah, yeah, white privilege, white supremacy. Oh, yeah, the slave owners there. (laughs) So why are the Democrats citing the Constitution? Because they're liars. I'll be right back. This is the best of Mark Levin. Merry Christmas.
1: Mark Levin, a champion of freedom.
2: You know, you're one of the greatest
1: champions of freedom in this country, if not in the English speaking world, Mark. Call Mark at 877 381 3811.
0: Deborah's house was stolen. Her house was stolen. I don't mean thieves stole stuff. I mean scammers literally stole our home. The FBI calls home title theft one of the fastest growing white collar crimes. This story is why you need home title lock. Deborah says criminals found the title to our home online, filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned it. Wait, it gets worse. Deborah says I was evicted from my own home. And 85 grand in equity gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easily, she says. Friends, this is why you need to get Home Title Lock, because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. First things first, go to HometitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and don't even know it. Then sign up to protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. And you can get started immediately. I got you 60 risk-free days of protection. So please go to HomeTitleLock.com HomeTitleLock.com That's HomeTitleLock.com I saw a passing report maybe it was 20 minutes ago or so Mr. Producer about phone locks. That Devin Nunes may have been in touch with Rudy Giuliani, and so forth. The question was posed to Kevin McCarthy at the press conference he had, and McCarthy's doing a superb job. On this issue, absolutely. And Scalise and his whole leadership team. But here's the thing. Had an Adam Schiff obtained the call records of John Solomon Devin Nunes, and Rudy Giuliani. John Solomon is a journalist, ladies and gentlemen. Devin Nunes is a colleague in the House of Representatives. Rudy Giuliani is the president's personal lawyer. How did Devin Nunes obtain these phone calls and these phone records? And he puts it on page 157 of the report and makes it public. And in the far category, as I read this, AT&T document production. It's clear, Mr. Producer, that they went to AT&T and got these records, isn't it? How else do you get these records? So he gets phone records involving Devin Nunes. I see here Jay Sekulow, Rudy Giuliani, and John Solomon. This is shocking. Absolutely stunning. And who's covering this other than me? And they put the chart right there on page 157. Now I would ask you folks out there, if you think a chairman of a committee should be able to go to AT&T and obtain records for whatever purpose, Of a journalist, John Solomon. Of a colleague, Devin Nunes. And of the personal attorney to the president, Rudy Giuliani, and I might add Jay Sekulow. I don't remember any discussion of this during any of the so-called hearings. And yet they slip it into the report. Adam Schiff is not just a sleazebag, ladies and gentlemen. He skates very close to the edge. Very, very close to the edge. He has created this entire phony scandal. That's why Pelosi handed it to him as chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. I have no doubt he ran to her. Nancy, Nancy, look what I have. Eric Chamarrell is friends with my guy, Miscow. And look what he did. He, he, he's got this information to call. We'll get this all worked out, and, and we can run with this. We can Give it to me, Nancy. Give it to me. Thatler doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Okay, Adam, after all, we both have the same eyes. Bulging out of our foreheads. Whatever happened to the civil libertarians? There's a few left, but really they're gone. Turley, Dershowitz, maybe another two or three. That's it. That's it who are concerned about what their party is doing. And over at, what is it, Epic Times senior reporter Ivan Pachukov has done an outstanding job of pushing this out there. Mr. Producer, let us please put this on my social sites with the headline linked to this gentleman. He deserves the credit. With the headline, Adam Schiff gets access to private, what should I say here, to, uh, to private phone logs involving a reporter, a colleague, and two of the president's lawyer, uh, personal lawyers. Now, they won't care about this over at CNN. They've gone full Marxist. And they don't care about this at MSNBC. They've always been full Marxist. And the networks are utterly useless. Hey, guess what? Nora O'Donnell, CBS News has moved their, their headquarters for news to Washington from New York. That's their big story. Who cares, you idiots? And good job with Charlie Rose, by the way, over there at CBS. A stellar job. And all the rest of them. What was that other guy's name? That had to pay a fortune. Used to run the place. I forget. Doesn't matter. Moonves, yes. Nobody crosses Moonves. Uh, another one who's uh, who's been popped by the Me Too movement, but probably should have been. But what do you make of this, ladies and gentlemen? Does this concern you? The page 157 of their Democratic impeachment report? As Penchakov reports... Senior reporter Epic Times has phone logs that give the date, exact time, and length of the conversation. Vavs Devin Nunez, several calls, Rudy Giuliani, Jay Sekolo, John Solomon. Because they spoke to Lev Parnas. You can't speak to Lev Parnas, ladies and gentlemen. He's Ukrainian. He's been indicted. Can't speak to him. Now I would say to my newsroom friends of which I have almost none this is why the process matters. This is why you should be jumping up and down about this. You have no decency left. Your legal analysts are more analysts than legal. They have no decency left. The fools, the Joe Scarbars and Mika Brzezinski's and the Donnie Douches out there Double D, Donnie Douche. The clowns on CNN who take their orders from Jeff Motherzucker? The joke of the Washington Compost, a bankrupt newspaper that is held up by Amazon and his sweatshops, Bezos. The New York Times that had to be saved by a, a telecommunications billionaire out of Mexico. And all the rest of the frauds, as they push impeachment, as they push the hard left agenda, they and their party, they could care less about the violation of the procedures and traditions that were in place in past impeachment proceedings, because they know there wouldn't even be an impeachment proceeding under these circumstances. They don't care about civil liberties. So what if Adam Schiff managed to obtain information about phone calls that were actually made? To create what? Some kind of spectacle. Look at this. This one talked to this one. This one talked to this one. This is the same Adam Schiff who won't release his phone logs. Same Adam Schiff who won't release his emails. Same Adam Schiff who won't release his texts. The same Adam Schiff who won't testify about his behind-the-scenes activities. The same Adam Schiff who protects a whistleblower whose name is known to everybody, but Adam Schiff put the word out. Media, work with me on this. It's a cover-up. Oh, okay, Adam. The same Adam Schiff who protects his own staffer. We know who it is, Miscal, Miskow, whatever the idiot's name is. But we need the president's bank records. And the Second Circuit, and let me tell the courts something here. You're destroying yourselves too. The Second Circuit has become a joke. The Obama judges are a joke, every damn one of them. If you wanted to be a politician, you should have run for office. You're destroying what's left of the judiciary. We'll see if John Roberts puts a final nail in the heart of the institution. He's come close with Obamacare and the citizenship question and other matters. Let's see. The kind of subpoenas being thrown at this president we've never seen at any time in American history. They all have the same purpose. This whole project This whole project was first aimed at dislodging a duly elected constitutional president, and now it's aimed at preventing his re election. And you and I are paying for it. When these people hold their hearings, you and I are paying. We're paying for that hearing room. We're paying for the electricity. We're paying for the microphones. We're paying for the food they eat, the drinks that they consume. We're paying for their staffers. We're paying for these reports that they put out. We're paying for their telephones that they leak on. We're paying for their offices. We're paying for their flights. We're paying for everything. You getting your money's worth? And they politicized the entire thing. And now today... Oh, an impeachment report. The House Intelligence Committee voted. In other words, a whole bunch of Democrats got together and voted to destroy the President of the United States. And what's Mitch McConnell's response? Well, if they send it over here, we're going to have a trial. You idiot. They better call these witnesses. I don't know why Adam Schiff has a problem with Vladimir Putin. He's America's Vladimir Putin. Can you imagine this guy in the Oval Office? Or any of these left-wing Democrats? Can you imagine? They have a small majority, 31 members, which means if they lose 16, they're in the minority again. And they immediately, immediately, (coughs) excuse me, started with the impeachment stuff. They haven't done anything for the American people. The economy is rolling along. That's thanks to the president. There's efforts to actually secure the border. Even though some of these so-called conservatives attack the president, I don't know what they want him to do. They want him to go down there and hammer the, put together the fence himself. He's done everything possible to get the funding for that. He's up against his own party, and he's up against the Democrats who want illegal immigration. He's up against the courts, but they blame him. What do they want from this guy? No person sitting in the office of the presidency has ever been treated like this. None. Hey, none comes to mind. I went back and looked. None. Not one. Well, maybe we shouldn't have impeached Clinton. Clinton. Clinton lied to a grand jury. He lied to a federal judge. He lied at a deposition. He was under oath every single time under penalty of perjury. Clinton never in a court of law denied that he lied. His license was taken away. He was fined. He resigned from the Supreme Court bar before they threw him out. Clinton was guilty of criminal behavior. Trump has done nothing. And so they concoct this this ridiculous ruse like they tried on Russia and now Ukraine. And all kinds of civil liberties violations. And I don't need lectures from former federal prosecutors writing columns to me about impeachment abuses and due process and criminal cases and all the rest of it. We're not talking about due process under the criminal code. We're not even talking about due process under the Bill of Rights. We're talking about due process... That's been understood since the Enlightenment and Western civilization was reformed, starting with the Magna Carta. That's where the founders got it from. They didn't go to the criminal code. There was no criminal code. You don't go to the criminal code to interpret the United States Constitution. There wasn't a criminal code. I'll be right
1: back. Levin.
0: You're listening to the best of The Mark Levin Show. Have a very Merry Christmas. America's biotech industry is under attack, of course, like every other industry in this country, because the two socialist health care plans we've been following, the Pelosi plan in the House and the Grassley-Wyden plan in the Senate, are both still very much alive, but they need to be defeated. This, of course, you want rationing, long lines, no access to cutting-edge drugs, and all the rest of it. Both plans enact socialist price controls to demand drug companies set prices at a level determined by government bureaucrats. Now, you and I both know that allowing the government to control private industry pricing hurts companies and their ability to hire, lower prices, or make new products. So why do they want to increase the costs of making drugs, thereby limiting their availability to you. Worse, the Pelosi plan and the grassley widened plan, as written, would destroy America's robust biotech industry, that is, the heart and soul of the development of new prescriptions, new drugs, and the jobs of the people, Americans, who have developed so many of the drug treatments millions depend on. And they'd eliminate the investments needed to develop tomorrow's breakthrough treatments for people with cancer and diabetes and so many other deadly, awful diseases. Maybe they can even find a cure for socialism. That would require a lobotomy, of course. Get the facts. Go to truehealthcarefacts.com. That's truehealthcarefacts.com. Truehealthcarefacts.com. You know, when you are a serious observer... And you see what's happening in the United States. And you see what's happening in Israel. To Benjamin Netanyahu, one of the great statesmen. To Donald Trump, really one of the the great stories in American leadership. We live in a very, very dangerous period. The left does not accept any past protocols. The left does not accept any boundaries. Out of one side of their mouth, they trash the rule of law. Out of the other side of their mouth, they claim they represent the rule of law. We have a report. Now they're calling it an impeachment report. They can't use the word impeachment enough. An impeachment report. They're trying to dumb down the American people as the Israeli press are dumbing down the Israeli people. You have a prosecutor in Israel that I mentioned yesterday who provided a list of 333 witnesses he wants to call. Is that a case? Is that a case? When you have to call 333 witnesses? 33 witnesses is a lot. And here in America, the Republicans don't even get to call witnesses. So there they call 333 witnesses against Netanyahu, and here in this country, the Republicans couldn't call The most important witness of them all, the phony whistleblower, Eric Charamella. Because Eric Charamella is a Democrat plant. Eric Charamella would expose the entire thing. That's why they will not expose Eric Charamella. Once again, Eric, if you're not the whistleblower, come on the program and tell the world. Or send that hack slip and fall lawyers of yours, Mark Zaid, Z-A-I-D. I'll be right back. This is Mark Levin wishing you a very Merry Christmas. Now back to the best of me. He's here.
1: He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
0: Hello everybody, Mark Levin here, our number 877 381 381 Kamala Harris dropped out of the race, and of course the left is saying it's because of her race and her genitalia. How come they never say that about minority women who are conservatives? Maybe they have a problem with their race and genitalia. But it's so strange to hear this. Cory Booker's still running. Maybe he'll drop out. Buttigieg is running. He is a male husband. I mean, Obama served for eight years. The left really hates this country. They really, I mean, to be a leftist, you got to be thinking about this. You must be one miserable SOB. And speaking of John Kerry. John Kerry is married into enormous wealth. First he married a Mellon, then he married a Heinz. And so he lives like a king. Guy was a senator from a state that would never remove him. Was lieutenant governor before that. Secretary of State. He wanted to be president, but of course, thank the good Lord he wasn't sold out America on the Iran deal trashed Israel like no other anti-Semite ever on the national scene of this sort now he wants to lead the climate change movement all these millionaires and billionaires flying all over with their 20,000 square foot home in this town and a 10,000 square foot home in that town with their butlers and their maids and all the rest Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, you're eating too much meat. Apparently, you're driving your 2012 Chevy too much. Apparently, your modest lifestyle is not modest enough. Aren't you sick of these people? These frauds, these phonies? All about power? Ladies and gentlemen, there will always be climate change, and there's not a damn thing you or I can do about it. Sometimes it'll change a little. Sometimes a little more. Sometimes, it'll change in the direction we like. But let me tell you a secret. We can't stop it. We can't stop it. We can't stop volcanoes, hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes, the four seasons. Not the grope the weather. Ooh, the North Pole is melting. Well, what are we supposed to do about it? Impoverish yourself. Oh. But these fanatics, they'll take this to an extreme. They will limit what kind of automobile you can have or if you can have an automobile. I'm telling you, trust me on this. They will limit what kind of home you can have or where you can live, mobility, or how big your home can be. It'll never be enough. We've talked about this. I've written about this. Progressivism is the bastard son or the bastard child of Marxism. and Marxism is about controlling the individual. Actually destroying the individual. So they're never going to control the climate. And so they're always going to reach for the impossible. Which means you're going to surrender your liberty. There'll be diets you can and cannot have. I mean seriously, look at what they do in China. China is an example of aggressive progressivism. That's why progressives, like Bloomberg, like Thomas Friedman, like others, have praised China. They like China. Liberals like China. They turn away from the uh, concentration camps they have for uh, Christians and Muslims. No, well, you know... Good, good for the people. It's for the people. It's the People's Republic of China, after all. But this whole climate change thing, I've written about it, I've explained it to you, is another import for Marxists who live in Europe and who operate in Europe, as Marx himself did. These are antithetical to the American experiment. But the overthrow of the American experiment is ongoing. It's ongoing. And this so-called climate change movement is the final nail. You see, they thought when they control healthcare, they control you. And they pretty much do. They're not done with that. Because they don't feel they control you strongly enough. Climate change is about controlling your air and your water and your environment. Wow, they'll control your health care, your air, water, environment, and your wealth. They're focused on your wealth, not your income, your wealth, what you've accumulated. I thought we were a government of limited powers, divided powers, checks and balances. Isn't that what Adam Schiff keeps saying? So here's John Kerry on CNN today. Cut 19, go.
2: Secondly, You've got to start to make a set of decisions that are really enormous, not unlike decisions that were made in the course of World War II to make sure we could all win right, the all war. All right, all right, stop
0: right there. He wasn't saying this five years ago. The science didn't change so much in five years. We have to make enormous decisions, like decisions we made in World War II, fighting Nazi Germany and, uh, and fascist Japan and fascist Italy. Where tens of millions of people died at the hands of other people? This is like fighting World War II? I'm so sick of this.
1: Go ahead. We're not doing that today. We need to accelerate the transition to decarbonize transportation, to move to electric vehicles. That See means the new a-
0: words they create? Decarbonize. Decarbonize. Carbon is a dirty word now. Carbon dioxide is not a pollutant. Carbon monoxide is. Carbon dioxide is not. Carbon dioxide is in the atmosphere. You cannot live without carbon dioxide. Do you know why? Because without carbon dioxide, there's no plant life. Without plant life, there's no oxygen. What does he mean, decarbonize? See, jerks like this will never come on this show. They'll go on Chuck Todd's show where they uh, exchange wet kisses in in a way, if you will. Gee wellikers, uh, Mr. Kerry, tell us more. Well, (laughs) Chuck, we got to decarbonize. Idiot. Idiot. Carbon dioxide is a tiny fraction of the atmosphere. Tiny. The biggest part of the atmosphere is condensation. Water. Water. But it becomes a cause. Celebrities get involved in it. Pseudo-intellectuals get involved in it. Of course, the media get involved in it. Then it becomes a thing, a social thing. Then it becomes a religion. Because most of these people don't have a real religion. Or they do, but they don't really believe in it. So they pray to false idols. They create these false idols. This is the golden calf. This is the golden calf.
1: Go ahead. ...the process of building the infrastructure so you can charge those vehicles around the nation. Uh, I mean, there are a whole set of interlocking decisions, none of which are being made by the United States at a large national level.
0: Yeah, we suck. We suck. We just won't surrender our liberty, our freedom, our mobility so easily. We suck. we got to be more like the, the red China. Where people are a part of the masses, where they learn to do what they're told, where they live where they're told, and sort of collectives. Got to stop eating meat. Got to start eating plants. Of course, there won't be any plants if we decarbonize the nation. But it, look at this idiot. What is he educated in? He's a lawyer, slip and fall lawyer. He's run for office his entire life. We're we gonna listen to this guy? Are we gonna listen to Chuck Todd? What the hell do they know? They don't know anything. I'll be right back. Mark
1: Levin.
0: You're listening to the best of The Mark Levin Show. Have a very Merry Christmas. Well, let's see what the geniuses on cable TV, CNN, and MSLSD have to say about Kamala dropping out. Let's see what they have to say. Brianna Kyler. And Jeff Zeleny on CNN today. Cut 17, go! So we're going to be ending the year with uh, a lot of older candidates, um, several white candidates. So this is something that certainly the field is not ending in as much of a diverse fashion as it started in.
3: All right, Jeff Selany, with that uh, incredible news today, Kamala Harris dropping out of the 2020 presidential race. Jeff, thank you so much. I want to talk to Gloria Borger just to assess this for us. And I thought that was a really interesting point there at the end. Jeff made this becomes an older and wider field for the top tier candidates. It certainly does
0: older, whiter field this race stuff is so out of control I thought we were supposed to look at somebody the substance of their character but no, CNN, msm they can't get past this and Zeleny and Kyler and Borgia are all white people older white people, may I say older? well, old enough Really bizarre. Really bizarre. Nicole Wallace, very white herself, former Republican consultant to John McCain, also very white, I believe, as are his family members. Everybody cares to know what Nicole Wallace has to say about it, but I'm telling you, this is the level of discussion on these disgusting programs and networks cut 18 go
3: i worked for for sarah palin Um, i worked for
0: sarah palin yes and you leaked against her and you undermined her and she cannot stand you is what i understand i worked for sarah palin she wasn't african-american start from the top please go
3: I worked for for Sarah Palin. Um, I carefully watched and covered the campaign of Hillary Clinton. I do think that women are still held to different standards as candidates. How so?
0: How so? How so? so? Women are held to different standards. There's the Democrat Party, which is as nuts as it gets. The media, as nuts as it gets. But women are treated differently. What, by the Democrat Party and the media? You want to see how women are treated differently? Look how the Democrats and the media treat our First Lady, who's a beautiful woman, fluent in five or six languages, trashing her left and right, either by omission or by commission. The idiot features writer, it's all over the internet, and the Washington Compost was trashing her coat. You want to see how difficult women have it? Conservative women who seek public office or conservative women in major corporations. They have it tough. White, black, brown, yellow, red. It doesn't matter. Liberal women do not have it as tough. What do you think of that, Nicole? Is it one L or two Ls, Nicole? Wallace. Any relation to George, I wonder? Go ahead.
3: On campaigns, never mind that Donald Trump didn't have a campaign. He literally flew around Absolutely. with Hope ironing his pants. They they have to... kind of an per-
0: idiot are you? Didn't have a campaign. He kicked your ass, and he kicked the ass of all of his opponents. Never mind he didn't have a campaign. You know what this woman's ratings are? Nothing. Is it because she's a woman? No. It's because she's an idiot. Now, you can be an idiot and have... A certain type of genitalia. Can you not, Mr. Producer? They're idiots with all kinds of genitalia who do all kinds of things with their genitalia. Nicole Wallace is one of those. Go ahead.
3: The stump, which she, I never saw her stumble. Joe Biden is beloved. Uh, I'm a fan. He's never perfect on the stump. I mean, I do think there is a gender piece here that we still suck
1: at talking about. No, you're right. And I, I don't mean to cut you off. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Is that Al Sharpton? So we're going to Al Sharpton for input? That women have it tougher? And we're going to go to Al Sharpton? He's not going to be talking about Jews, is he? Anyway, go ahead.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She told the guys (laughs) to shut up, all right? All right, that's
0: enough. This is a mental institution. There's a padded room. In fact, all the studios are padded rooms over there at MSLSD in Secaucus, New Jersey, as well as Washington, D.C. <laughs> and they make fun of Trump. They make fun of Trump. <coughs> Excuse me. But here's reality. Biana. Why, why all these long names with all these consonants? I can't pronounce them. Biana Goladriga. CNN Global Affairs analyst on CNN: Cut 12. go. Where
3: well, you're now hearing rumblings within Democrats <clears throat> saying maybe we should just go with censure or, or not really knowing how to move forward on this, given where the president is and given where Republicans are, and given that Republicans, especially at least <throat> Stephonic, some of the more moderate ones, and will heard after the two weeks of testimony that they heard from fact witnesses, did not move at all. They said, that
0: "But what are do- they going to move on? This is a fixed, corrupt system president didn't do anything you want them to join you in a coup they're not going to join you in a coup now there is Miss Stefanik a white woman a fairly moderate to conservative Republican very impressive very impressive during these hearings her looks are attacked her sex is attacked Her character is attacked by the left, in and out of the media. And I notice Nicole Wallace, dumb, moronic, low IQ, sellout, fraud, Nicole Wallace, says nothing about the attacks on Stefanik. And of course, Al Sharpton. But nobody cares what Al Sharpton has to say. Just pay your damn taxes, you jerk. Now... Let's move around the freak show that is MSNBC and CNN, and let's go to Joe Scarborough as he broadcasts from Jupiter, Florida, with his pretend pictures in the background so people think he's near the White House. What an idiot. Let's go to uh, cut 11, Mr. Producer. Go ahead.
2: So Republicans have no legs to stand on, legally or factually, and if they're going to show such bad faith, they're actually letting Vladimir Putin... Send them their talking points. I mean, where
0: have you ever seen a bigger a-hole in your life than this guy? A complete moron. He's not even a halfwit. He's a no-wit. Make these idiotic, repulsive question uh, statements. Is he renegotiating his contract, he and Mika? They're a clown show, although I don't like putting down clowns. They are among the most repulsive and dumbest to ever have their faces on a television screen. But it's hard over there at MSNBC to up one another. I'll be right back. This is Mark Levin wishing you a very Merry Christmas. Now back to the best of me.
1: Mark Levin, the Great One. The Great One, Mark Levin. Dial in now, 877-381-3811.
0: AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens is the fastest-growing 50-plus organization in America. Now, over 2 million conservative members strong, and I am one of them, and I've been one of them, which is why I want to strongly encourage you to join us. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights for us. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, which is Medicare for None, and the expanding reach of the federal leviathan, that is, the federal government. Now, the collective voice of AMAC is brought to local congressional districts by hundreds of AMAC delegates. And as a member, you can personally get involved by finding one of the many nationwide AMAC chapters. Now, beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of tremendous discounts and benefits, including car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter most to we conservatives. I am an AMAC member. You should be, too. You're missing out on a lot if you're not. And it's very inexpensive. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot Stop supporting liberal agendas with the other 50-plus organization. We call it the AARP. Join AMAC, A-M-A-C dot i I'm telling you, it's a great organization and their discounts really, <coughs> excuse me, are on There's an individual who works at MSNBC. Her name is Katie Turd. Look, if I mispronounce Katie, it's, you know, shame on me. But Katie Turd over there on MSLSD, she's an embarrassment, which is why she's there. That would be Al Sharpton's network, the Cole Wallace's network, the Scarborough's network. you got to love the Scarborough's. They pretend they're in New Jersey. They live in Florida to take advantage of the no taxes, no state income tax, no inheritance tax. And then they blab on like lunatic leftists. But let's continue. Katie Turd, cut seven, go.
3: And in making the argument, I think what's getting lost here, and this was um, so, so well-emphasized by my colleague Chuck Todd over the weekend. Way.
0: To- was emphasized by Chuck Todd? Wow, what must it be? Go ahead. Senator Kennedy,
3: it seems like there, there aren't just two sets of facts. It's that one side is completely refusing to acknowledge that, that facts exist. It's Would you so-
0: invite Katie on my program, Mr. Producer? And tell them Mark wants to debate Ukraine with all sets of facts. She's kind of a hit-and-run type. She thinks she's smarter than everybody else. She hangs out with the white ploy, actually not the white ploy. She hangs out with the, uh, you know, the uh, the Greenwich Village types, the left. But tell a little old Mark, right-wing radio conspiracy nut, host would love to have her on the program, and we'll debate. She made an allegation, she made a charge, and I would like to engage it. Now, we already asked Chuck Todd to come on, and we got a quick no. But Katie Turr is, we've never tried before, and I, and I want to try because, as Nicole Wallace said, it's very, very difficult for women to succeed these days. There's a double standard. Well, I'd be more than happy to have Katie Turr come on my program so we can debate her point. Not just two sets of facts, you see. One side is lying, and the other side actually believes in facts. Go ahead.
3: in ...New York City today, Ian. It's like someone looking outside and saying, no, it's actually summer. It's summer, and it's sunny, and it's wonderful outside. Right,
0: right. That's what everybody does who disagrees with Katie Turr. We look outside when it's snowing, and we say it's summer. That would be as ridiculous as saying... You are assigned genitalia at birth, but you get to decide what your genitalia is. Right, Mr. Beducer? Now, who does that? Oh, excuse me. The left does that. Katie Tur does that. I'm sorry. Look at that thing dangling there. That's called male genitalia. Well, there's not one over there. That's called female genitalia. But I don't want, I want to assign myself something else. Well, go ahead. Okay. I'm going to call this that and that this. All right. Who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? Right, Katie? Go ahead.
3: You talking about it's not snowing? Uh, Republicans are embracing the conspiracy theory that oh. Ukraine meddled in our election on a large scale, like they Katie were the Tur- ones.
0: Katie, Katie. Politico, Kenneth Vogel, is there anything in this article that you can dispute? It's 11 pages printed. Have you read it? Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. Would you like to discuss this, Katie, and tell me where the lies are and tell me that Kenneth Vogel, a liberal who now writes for the liberal New York Times, is a liar? Katie Turr, I want to challenge you, invite you on this program, where there will be more people listening to you than watch you in a month's work of Katie Turr shows. So come on, show the American people how smart you are. Not just condescending, but really, really razor sharp. And let's have this discussion. I'm not doubting the Russians interfered in the election. The North Koreans, the Chinese, the Iranians, and yes, the Ukrainian regime. And make sure you read that court decision in Ukraine too. Now these are all public documents. Liberals put them together in many respects I'm reading here. Look at that. There's snow outside. Look at that. It must be Hawaii, Mr. Producer. That's right. We're all dumb. We're all dumb. We walk around with our thumb up our nose. Can't be as smart as Katie. But Katie, I'd love to have you on the program. Seriously. Treat you with all the respect that you treat us with. I want to debate you. One on one. On this issue. Go ahead
3: responsible for the hacking of our elections and not the Russians. How do you go about making... Who, or
0: even... who said the Russians didn't hack our elections? Obama was the one who failed to do anything effective about that. The issue is whether the Trump campaign colluded with Russia, not whether Russia hacked our elections. Russia sought to interfere in our election. They did not have an impact on the results We've been told this time and again by the Department of Justice, Department of Homeland Security, even the FBI. So who's the conspiracy nut now? You see, Katie, I want to debate you. I really do. So you can show, what, Mr. Producer, 18 million people? How smart you are and how dumb I am.
3: Go ahead. Having an argument, having a trial, having a debate, when one side is refusing to acknowledge the rule. Right,
0: right, right. Okay, got it. I'm ready to have a debate. Now, are you going to be a coward or are you going to step up? Is Katie Terrick a coward with a big mouth or is she smart and wants to have a debate? That's the question and she'll answer it if she shows up or not. Now, Chris Matthews, we know he is, how shall I say brain cell deficient. Again, MSLSD, the conga line of reprobates and malcontents, almost all liberal Democrats. And Chris Matthews is talking to this guy, John Brennan. Now, we know from the past that John Brennan uh, is as dumb as a doorknob. So this should be interesting. They want to talk about Donald Trump. Cut eight, go. Do you think he's sane? Donald Trump? Yeah. Uh, I'm let to ask a... you about logic. When he sees a logical report from an intelligence agency that some people worked on for weeks, and they get it down to an executive summary <clears and> that he's
1: willing to read, do you think he's reading it like a person would read something, like, let me learn something here?
2: No, I don't. I don't. I'm not a medical doctor. I cannot determine whether he's sane or not. But I certainly believe that he views the world through his own prism, which is, how does this affect me? How am I going to
0: take either advantage of this or defend against it? Right, to... let... So even John Brennan doesn't take the bait. From Dr. Demento, the new Dr. Demento, Chris Matthews. And I'll have another drink. Right, Chris? Wink, wink. You and I know what you're talking about. I'm talking about. Chris Matthews, a longtime liberal Democrat. And the spittle king on cable television. Do you think he's sane? Now, this is a guy who's been lifelong friends with Joe Biden. Do you think Trump is sane? You know, it's interesting. He runs circles around these morons. So the constant character assassination of the President of the United States. This is what these networks do. This is what these cable programs do. This company is owned by Comcast. That is, MSNBC and NBC are owned by Comcast. Comcast days are numbered. Because a lot of cable is dying. CNN is owned by AT&T. So they're protected by these massive international conglomerates. Because if this was just based on merit, there's no way these people would survive. Then there's Dana Bash. Dana Bash. Another one. With an IQ of a lobster, may I say. She's on CNN yesterday, talking to Aaron Burnett. I, Mr. Padua, aren't there a lot of women on cable? I'm not against it, but everyone I'm coming Katie Tur, Dana Bash, Aaron Burnett, the lady's name who I can't pronounce, Brzezinski. You know, there's double standards for us. Doesn't seem like it. My mother, you know, let, let me just stop a second. My mother and my grandmother never talked this way. And they broke their backs. My mother-in-law never talks this way. My wife never talks this way. My wife and my mother-in-law are professionals. My mother was a professional and my grandmother was not. And she worked her backside off. She wasn't busy talking about double standards. She ran a bar when she was in her low 20s. My mother was a teacher. And then she left public schools, and they started their own little business, a nursery school and a day camp, which you couldn't even do today. And then sold that and ran a little retail store outside of Philadelphia. My wife became a top lawyer. Top inside counsel. Smart as hell. And my mother-in-law, a designer. The best. They never, not one of them, would sit around and talk about, you know, there's a double standard for women. They just lived their life and went for the gold. And I don't mean money. I mean gold to fulfill themselves, their careers, or whatever that was they needed to do, raise their kids, every one of them. There was no family leave. Worked and raised their kids. Hello, worked and raised their kids. And I bet you Everyone listening is telling me that it is probably saying, yeah, nodding their heads up and down. So here we have these very wealthy, I don't even know what to call them, ne'er-do-well, women on TV talking about how there's a double standard. We have Kamala Harris, who became a United States senator. I don't even know how or why. She had an affair with a very powerful politician at some point. Look, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. That was her decision. She becomes a senator and there's a double standard for Kamala Harris. No, there's not. There was no reason for Kamala Harris to run for president after two years. Her substance is lacking. People are making decisions. Even Democrats are making decisions. But I'm sick and tired of America being treated like it's not the land of opportunity. Oh, woe is me. They're holding me back. Everybody with a chip on their shoulder. Nobody's holding you back. Maybe you're just a damn loser. I'll be right back.
1: Mark Levin.
0: This is the best of Mark Levin. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> show goes too damn fast. I mean, for me, I'm the host, obviously. You know, if I wasn't doing TV, Mr. Producer, I might do a four or five hour radio show. I think people could tolerate this for four or five hours. I could do other things. I could do like one hour sports. Wouldn't that be cool? One hour DJ. I could do, you're right, just do it in my podcast. You never know. Now as we celebrate the Christmas and holiday season, we often pause to consider our many blessings. Hillsdale College thanks you for your loyalty as it celebrates one hundred and seventy five years of blessings. Since eighteen forty four, Hillsdale has held fast to its mission to provide the kind of education essential to preserving free government. I cannot tell you how proud I am how proud I am that Hillsdale is a major sponsor of this program, both my radio program and the podcast. Since 1844, Hillsdale has held fast to these principles, to its mission, to provide the kind of education essential to preserving free government. Now, for decades, the college has extended its educational mission on behalf of liberty through a variety of outreach programs. Perhaps you receive Imprimus for free every month, or have taken one of Hillsdale's excellent free online courses, or have attended one of Hillsdale's free regional events. You know of Hillsdale's refusal to take even one penny of government money, federal or state. Now, this independence allows the college to focus on promoting its core purposes, learning, character, faith, and freedom, without government interference. At no time in our nation's history has there been a greater need for the kind of classical liberal arts education that Hillsdale offers on its campus and nationwide. So during this season of Blessings, Hillsdale thanks you for your partnership in extending its mission to the country. Merry Christmas from Hillsdale College. And to learn more, go to levinfrahillsdale.com, L E V I N for Hillsdale.com, Yes, indeed. Mr. Producer, do we have an irregular American or just regular Americans? Who do you recommend? On the Mark Levin app, Brandon in California. Go. Hello, Mr. Levin. It's an honor to talk with you. Thank you. Where in California are you, sir? Um, I'm actually in Dana Point, California. I travel to Irvine for work. So you have to uh, deal with the traffic there. Every day and all the trash on the freeway we have, too. Mm -hmm. Irvine's a very nice area. It's an expensive area. Well, that's where Katie Hill was elected, you know. Yes. The, the newest uh, female genitalia icon. That's correct. What's going uh, on? Lewis, I wanted
3: to say uh, thank you very much for uh, writing on Freedom of the Press. Uh, each member of my family has the book. Um, I actually purchased the book quite a while ago called The Naked
0: Communist, and I read that, of course, before I read your book, but it makes a lot of sense of what's actually going on in our media. Um, when I read that, First, uh, the play on the I like the book. title of that book. Maybe I should have changed mine to the naked journalist. Ooh, that would be a view. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend. Thank you, sir. Me much appreciated. By the way, just to tell you my plans. The last day of live broadcast here will be December twentieth, Friday. I'll be taking two weeks off. That's the only time I take off two weeks and don't do radio. And it's not easy. It's not easy to be away from radio that long. But, you know, I need to see family, and I want to do these things, and it's really the only time to do it. I'll tell you more later. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute all our heroes out there. I want to thank you and all of you. God bless you. How about we do this again tomorrow? I'll see you right here. Take take care.